Hey y'all, it's Libby. It is Saturday, July 11th. This is the newest episode of Deep Peace, a podcast about feeling good and being well. And I'm just going to be straight up with you guys. Uh, This last week, both myself and my mom, we were not feeling very well. We were not really doing so good. So, we had it on the books to record this episode, and obviously we wanted to stick with it. Um, Consistency is really key, and I also think, like, this podcast is about how to participate in your own self-preservation, no matter what the stakes are. So, we can't talk about that if we also don't talk about the things that are getting in the way of us feeling good and being well. So when we talk about that, that's kind of some of the stuff that's, that we're talking about. It's it's policies that are violent and and cruel that keep people from being well. It's 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 legislation and societal structures it's ignorance, it's, it's gr- the, gr- the corporate greed, it's all of these things that kind of keep us sometimes from truly like being well and feeling good. And I think the struggle right now in this season of life is how do we get past that and not get past, but how do we survive this year, 2020, without losing all of our marbles? I mean, let's be real. So I'll be straight up with you guys. Like, you know, we are pretty, we're pretty mad in this episode. And, um, this is definitely an episode where if you've got kids around or whatever, put your headphones in, um, because we're talking about some, some issues that, you know, might not be appropriate for, for young children or whatever. Um, but it's basically just, the, the, the issues of the day and how we're, we're frankly, we're, we're mad about them. We're mad. <laughs> um, and I think sometimes it's just got to be said. So, so this is how we were feeling this week. Um, these are some of the things that we were doing that got us through. And we're just going to be straight up with you guys. Like, for me, I can't speak for my mom right now because I'm recording this part on my own. But for me, I did not do all the things I'm supposed to do this week that I, you know, thought were going to be good. I, you know, kind of slid back a little bit in my self-care and in my, like, kind of mental health sort of regime. But you know what? There are just times when stuff is really hard and you just kind of have to sit with it and you just kind of have to deal or you have to cry or you have to vent or you have to just take a fucking nap. (laughs) So if you felt like that at all this week or in other weeks, please know that that's normal. We're here for you. And this is our episode. Uh, Hope you like it. I don't know. It's what we were feeling this week and it was our truth uh, for this moment in time. Hello. Hi, Libby. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Doing, doing, just, just, just good. Just doing, doing what we've been doing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know. I'm like running out of ways to say just, yeah, white knuckling it through. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I totally agree. (laughs) It's I, like I I feel this has been a hard week. <laughs> so this week has sucked. Like what I don't know. Well, it's hard to describe. I was like I was in the shower like getting ready like thinking about what do I even want to talk about? Like cuz I just feel like I've had all of these things like on my mind and yet I'm like do people really want to hear them? I don't know because I'm just kind of <laughs> mad. <laughs> Like, I I don't really know if people are going to want to tune in to, like, an hour of me bitching about, like, capitalism. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Well, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. So I'm going to 
I don't know. <laughs> I know. I, but, was, I was feeling exactly the same way. It's just been a really hard week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks we've talked about our lists and how we try are trying to manage. And I just got to be honest and say, I, I, I just didn't manage this week. <laughs> I, I mean, I did. I went to work every day or not into work, but into my office. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know I'm super lucky to still be working, although my hours have been cut. At least I'm working. But um, work is the easiest part of my day, <laughs> which, so- yeah. which sounds you know, um, depressing. Well, no, but just <laughs> sounds, maybe sounds unbelievable, but that is the easiest part of my day. It, no, it's not unbelievable at all. It, and everything else <laughs> is just mm-hmm. a, a melting pot of crap right now. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, I feel like, like, and this was like before the pandemic and before the shit storm that is 2020 when like Mark Marin recorded his like most recent Netflix show. And he was talking about like just the effect of like, you know, politics like doesn't really, it's like a lot of people think like, Oh, politics, like why are you so political? That doesn't really affect us or, you know, whatever. It's weird that you're so weirded out about this, but like, He had a really good thing where he was talking about, like, his take on the psychological effect of the Trump administration on, like, the American people. And he was basically like, this is such a weird time because, like, this motherfucker is, like, doing things every day that would are making people feel like running around in circles screaming like, ah, Ah, like what is happening? <laughs> or just like, cr- or or just like crying every day consistently. And he's like, "But that's not helpful because we all have to like go to work and like function and like you know it's not gonna be like this thing where your coworkers like, dude, what's going on with Joe? And everyone's like, I don't know. He's been this way since November 2016. Like I don't know. It's like you know. And he's like, and yet." And yet, like, those things are terrible. So it's like we have to, like, try and, like, you know, you feel bad when you try and, like, forget about it and move on. Because it's like there are people walking around being like, don't forget this. Don't forget this happened. Don't do 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 do. And then he's like, and then meanwhile, like, I don't know. It was just. That's, yeah, that's the juxtaposition. You can't forget because all of this stuff is so very important. And it's affecting so many people's lives on so many different levels. But yet, to get through this this collective grief, trauma, sadness, anxiety, you have to try to push it away because it's too much. Right. It's just too much. Mm -hmm. And I guess what I've been thinking about mainly this week um, is... When do we make the connection that we are all connected? Not just the United States. This whole world is connected. And that we need to do what is right for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and that, I think, is what gets me so down. Mm-hmm. And sad. Mm-hmm. Because I see these people on TV and in the news and on the radio and just the level of people who don't get it, who aren't making that connection. Well, because it's like, it's a, it's both a race issue and it's a class issue. Right. It's like, you know, if you're talking, if you're a talking head on MSNBC, it does not matter how much of a quote unquote Democrat or a liberal you are. You are still making millions from being a talking head on MSNBC. You have a different lifestyle than most people. And so there's always going to be this disconnect. And I'm not saying that those people are bad or this and that, but like there is such a disconnect in this society between people who are just white knuckling it through 
And people who are like, yeah, this sucks, but, like, if we just hold out until November, and then people who, like, actively do not give a shit and are like, just go back to school. Just just go. Like, it's not that hard. And, you know, what I want to say, what I want to hear somebody say on TV is I want somebody or anybody, I want them to say, you know what, you can open the goddamn schools if you want. I'm not sending my my kid and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Well, come arrest me. Come do whatever you want. I'm not mm -hmm. sending my kid to school when it's not safe. I'm not going to lose my kid because Trump wants to get reelected and get the economy going. And, you know, the only reason he wants kids in school is so that he can get going. Mm -hmm. He wants kids in school so people can get out there and work. And he realizes that for many parents without school, work becomes if not impossible, quite difficult. And let's That's also, the only right. reason he cares. I right. mean, come on. Let's... And let's also be very clear that it's not just Trump and his administration and his cronies and governors and whatever in red states. It's also like a lot of governors in blue states and a lot of governors oh, and people yeah. and a lot of like even not even people in government, but a lot of people who like own companies and are like executives are like open the schools. It's like, yeah, because your kids are going to be able to be parked at home with tablets and like your stay at home wife, like teaching them how to do this shit. Like a lot of people don't have that luxury. I and mean, I think, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm, no, I don't know. I I'm, I'm like... so pent up with so many emotions right now. I was mm-hmm. seriously thinking, you know, Libby doesn't want to talk to me today. <laughs> no, I, I do. Cause I'm like, seriously, like I, I mean, when I a teacher, I mean, yes, mm-hmm. he's a healthy kid. But he's just starting out teaching. Do I want to lose my kid because we are obsessed with opening up? I mean, to me, it's like, you know what? When are we all just going to go, we got to buckle down and get this under control. And if it means we can't work for six months, well, then we can't work. And the government better figure out how to pay people so we can get through this so that nobody has to do this. I mean, I think like, Ugh. no, I agree. It's so frustrating. I mean, I was, I was, I was really getting like frustrated about that too. And here's the thing that people need to know. And like, I am not going to be. Plus him you know, teaches music. So, so yeah, he's so spitting and he's gonna have a whole bunch of little kids singing in his classroom. Yeah, fuck that. You know, I mean, really, fuck that. And yet, at the same point, he's just starting out. He doesn't make a lot of money. He's in an apartment. What are people supposed to do? What's he supposed to do? I mean, if 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 his school says we're coming back to work, what's he supposed to do? At least, I guess I was thinking about that the other day, thinking, well, he's gonna have to tell his kids, okay. We can't sing. We're doing rhythm work or we're doing uh, instrument work, you know, but because singing isn't safe. I mean, no, it's not. <sighs> did, did people forget that major news story that broke, which was the thing that basically shook America wide open and was like, wear a mask, motherfucker, when like a bunch of people in Washington, <laughs> in Washington state. Yeah, we're going to mark this podcast episode as explicit. Die mad about it. Um, so like, anyways, um, remember like that story that broke in Washington, D- in Washington state when everyone, that whole church choir of right, people exactly. got sick right. and like seven people died oh, just because they were all in a room yeah like, but didn't singing? 87 of them or something like that get sick i mean yeah, yeah. like so I many mean, people but so like people, many people died yeah and like this know. is the thing it's like i am just like i've been trying to like call henry and he hasn't like really been answering or texting back which i'm not like i'm like yeah i understand like there's just times when you're like i don't have the mental energy to like reply to this or whatever but i'm gonna try and call him today and i think this is the time when it's like okay teachers like you have a union like all these teachers should be like fucking striking be like you want us to go back to work fuck that you well, know what happened back like in I said, march whenever 
if if I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I, oh, I was just gonna say, like back in March, we all, all these celebrities were on Twitter, like we should be paying teachers a million dollars. This is really hard, and it's like, okay, where's that energy now, bitches? Like well, that's what I'm I sure want to know. There's still people out there that feel like that, and I I think what needs to happen is even parents need to be talking to their legislatures and their government and to Trump and to everybody and just saying, look, you don't control me. You might be the president of the United States, but obviously you don't control this country because you've got all these other dumb motherfuckers who won't wear a mask. So if, you, mm-hmm. if, if people can't wear a mask, if they can't be bothered to wear a mask, then I can be a parent who says, I'm going to make a smart decision for my kids and i'm not sending them to school so do what you want to do you're not the boss of me and i'm gonna do what is safe for me and my family so right and my boss doesn't have to know that you know i'm not sending my kids back to school it's none of their business or they can know know. or they can who Who, who cares who cares i mean what is somebody gonna fire you because you're not sending your kids to school well i just mean people might be like ooh, like you're you're not working hard enough well you know this is the thing. I mean, aren't we all just working to stay alive? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't understand why mm-hmm. we can't get at this in a way that makes sense. I'm just mm-hmm. exhausted from mm-hmm. my general annoyance of of everything right now. And, <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. it doesn't really go toward towards the title of our podcast about deep peace and I you know well dad dad got sick with cancer and died and mm -hmm. you know I thought that was the worst I would ever feel Mm -hmm. in my whole life is doing that and I tell you Mm -hmm. I, I miss him every day but maybe that's what makes it worse is because I have had that happen. You know, I, the pain of I, losing someone. Right. And I don't want to lose anybody else. I don't want right. to lose my neighbors, my friends. I don't want to, I don't want to lose people. I don't even know. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it just, it's just doesn't seem what, mm-hmm. what are we? What kind of mm-hmm. country are we? What kind of people are we? That, that we can get used to this level of violence, death, death and, and just pain and suffering. I mean, 9-11 happened and we were, so, you know, we started a war because we lost almost 4,000 people. And, and I get it. I mean, that was hard. I can see why people were really mad about that. We've lost 140,000 people. We've mm-hmm. already uh, we've already taken over the amount of people we've lost in World War One. That's We're, and and just so our readers know too, there's like about seventy thousand something names on the Vietnam Memorial. So you you line up two Vietnam memorials and we're at that, and this shit ain't even over. Right, and and, and people are just like, well, just go back to work. Yeah, I mean. And you know how we talked about, like, not reading the comments and all that kind of stuff? Oh, I've been reading those comments. Oh, Collins. You know, all these people. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, that felt good. Because basically I said, you know, I can't wait till you're out there. <laughs> well, then all these random strangers <laughs> are posting on my wall, you know, saying, like, having a bad day projecting much <laughs> it's like yes i am motherfucker I and like, i don't I'm feel bad about it day. and then of course i started swearing and then i and then i figured out oh now now the, now instagram is blocking me from responding because it's you get this little message that says we're we're really trying to keep this a positive forum <laughs> oh co- so so then i was like okay Seriously. i can't i can't swear i at least have to say something constructive uh so that they'll post it and then i finally was like oh gay take your own advice just stop you are not going to change their mind it it is not going to make a difference Uh, Mm -hmm. but i am just so Mm -hmm. worked up because i don't understand what it is going to take to have this country wake up 
and go right because you'd think that like a pandemic that like doesn't care who it kills that's like out of control where we've lost more people than the soldiers in world war one we're on our way to losing as many people in world war two which was the most civilians we've lost in anything but these aren't civilians who are signing up or getting drafted these are people bagging your groceries and working and living in nursing homes you know these people didn't sign up for this or our vets or you know basically anybody right anybody right anyway and so it's like why how did this become a partisan issue what an utter failure of a country right and that's what I can't understand I can't understand how I mean this is one of the things and I'm trying to remember from my U.S. history class and I can't remember who it was was it John Locke or who was doing an essays about America and how America was not going to survive because we can't do the collective good that needs to be done sometimes, you know? Um, and that, yeah, I, and know. I guess that's what I think. It's like, I don't get it. Why mm-hmm. can't people wear a mask? Why can't people really try to not gather right now? Why can't people go, okay, I guess I have to stay home these days, or I've got to, you know, be outside and do my exercising. I can't well, go and to I the think... gym. I can't get my hair cut. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's both. I think the other thing that we're like not talking about here too, is there's an element of... <sighs> There's also an element of this of like, yes, yeah, some of a lot of the spread is due to people like at, at going to bars and going to the beach and da, 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 da. And it's like, OK, that's like really uh, sorry, not necessary right now. Get your ass inside. <laughs> but there's also a level of like, you know, there's a lot of people. The majority of people in this country do not have jobs where they can work. Right. From home. I- Right. And so it's kind of like, OK, I get kind of mad when Gavin Newsom is on Twitter like, remember coronavirus isn't over it's like no shit what are you telling what about what are you doing for the people bagging groceries who have to go and what are you doing for people whose only job is driving uber what are you doing for the people whose only job is sewing clothes in the garment district they have to go so i get a little sick of people being like remember coronavirus isn't over figure it out it's like well motherfucker are are you paying my are you paying my rent what are Are you paying are you giving everyone this two grand a month that you said at some point that you were going to do, but the Republicans are holding it up? No. So unless you're going to pay people to stay home, how are you going to like wag your finger at them and be like, Ooh, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, okay. Yes. There's a lot of idiots going out to bars and acting the fool, but there's also a lot of people who have to get up every day and go to work. We can't just like not go to work for 18 months unless I guess we have to. I mean, I don't know. It's like that's what I was getting so frustrated about this week because like, you know, you know this that like, you know, my partner works in film production. Well, that's like completely shut down. People are working at their own risk right now if they're working California where we live it's only behind Florida and Texas in the spike in cases and yet we've got people being like hey so can you do this job and it's like well I mean we need the money no doubt but like you know Tony redid his fucking will at the beginning of this week and that was really hard and he's like no like it's just because it's been on my mind I've needed to do this that if something happened like I wouldn't make the same mistakes as what's happened in my family before where this was not figured out but you know that was a really hard day for me I was like crying and sad that that's awful that's hard and and I'm kind of like you know and then I've got people that I that I work with who are like not really understanding because they don't have the same experience where it's like our jobs or at least his job is very contingent. It's definitely, it's not the same as like going and delivering mail or driving Uber, but you have to be out. Right. He can't <laughs> you do know? his job from home. No. And so when people say comments to me that are like, well, da, da, da. And they're like thinking it's kind of funny or it's like this or it's that, or it's not the big a deal. It's like, yeah, actually the whole reason why like 
we're doing this is because this. And, like, do you know, like, they don't know stuff about our life that I'm choosing to, like, not tell them. And yet still, you'd hope that people would kind of, like, just, like, maybe put it together a little bit. And so that you don't have to, like, no, go, the com- oh, wow. No, the comments I was getting after I posted on <laughs> Trump's wall were things like, well, we, we all still have to live our lives. It's like, what life? I mean... I want to go back to my life at some point once this is over and not be in the ground. I mean, this is the thing is like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this job right now thing with Tony, because there's a part of me that's like, (sighs) I know. I wish you could just fly home. I wish you just could fly home and stay with me while he tries to work because you're immune compromised. And so it, it's so scary. And I and mean, like, that's on the top of my mind is I worry about Henry with teaching. I worry about you and Tony because I, neither one of you is working right now. So somebody mm-hmm. has to work if you're not getting mm-hmm. any money. And yet to work, it puts your life in danger. I mean, <clears throat> I feel exactly the same way as you do, basically. Like I had a really tough week and... Um, feeling really conflicted about like the future, very uncertain, like really just sad. I mean, one day I was just like, I don't think it was, yeah, yesterday actually I was just crying and just like really sad with Tony and was like, you know, I don't want to lose you and I don't want to lose my brother and I want to see my mom and my sister again. And it's just so frustrating because you just feel like no one gives a shit and no one's supporting you and there's no options if you just feel like you're kind of in between a rock and a hard place. Mm-hmm. And I don't and really have good you... answers for that uh, right mm-hmm. now is like, I mean, I'm not. And I'm, sh- and I'm sure we're not unusual. I mean, in the fact that you're all the way out in California, I'm all the way out in Minnesota I'm sure there's a lot of people who have family like that, that are far away from each other. And so how can you support each other and be there for each other and take care of each other when we live so far away? Because if you lived in Minnesota, Tony taking would be a little bit easier because you could come quarantine with me while he works. And then once you knew he was safe again, you guys could be back together. I mean, I think, but, yeah. And I think like, but, oh, sorry. But you're out there and you don't have, I mean, you won't, neither one of you have lived there long enough to have those kind of connections we have, yet. Yeah, we have people that we know through Tony through like work. That's not the same as like actually having friends or, you know, people that you. Or family. Or family that you, that you can, can be like, hey. It's say, like, hey, can you help? Yeah, like this is what's up. But like, I don't know. I guess I'm not trying to be like, oh, like every, you know, I guess it's just like, I've been kind of thinking about this of like, how do you how do you like move past that valley to a place where like you're trying to like problem solve because the thing Mm -hmm. that's so hard about this moment in time is that it's so difficult that there are just days where you are not in problem solving mode you're just like fuck you know and you're just not doing what you need to do because you know and like I've been thinking about, like, I mean, for me, like, one of the things that has helped doesn't really solve, like, an immediate problem at all, but is, like, if I was one of these people where it was, like, everything about, like, my identity and my sense of self-worth and my image was built up into like what I do for work and how much money I make, like I would be even more in the toilet, like emotionally right now, because (laughs) I have no job. I have no money. And like, um, I think I learned that like partly through like you and dad, like when we were growing up being like, okay, like, yeah, do same with your life. But like, it's not also about, what you do for work 
like, you know, that makes you a good worthwhile person or a successful person. Like, obviously do what you need to do to be successful so that you can like not be successful, but like live a life that is not full of like stress and suffering because there's a certain amount of like money that like protects you a little bit from like stress and suffering but it wasn't like oh get go out and get yours and be the best kid in the class and beat everyone and get all the trophies it was kind of like hey like are you doing something that's important to you are you trying your best are you not giving up are you not being a shithead great like keep doing Mm -hmm. that and like Mm -hmm. then I think I really started to learn that more like once I had that hard time in college and then like had a hard time kind of figuring out what my path was, it was like, I couldn't afford to be the type of person who was like, Oh, well, um, uh, all of my feel good energy is all about what I do for work. Because again, if that's what it would have been, I would not have been happy because I wasn't like traditionally like, you know, uh, thriving all the time in that capacity. And so I Uh think like, and I remember one time I talked to, um, to Todd Smith, like a long time ago when I was like trying to learn more about how to like be a writer and like, how did you do this? And what do you do? And like, what's your life like? And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I'm a writer, like, I think we met at, like, Dunn Brothers or whatever for coffee in Linden Hills, and I was like, well, I really like to write, and I really like this, but I'm not really a writer, like, I wouldn't call myself a writer, and he was like, well, if you're writing, like, you just need to be like, I'm a writer, like, that's it, done, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. and then just do that. That's true, I mean, you might not be published, but you're a writer. (laughs) And so I think, like, And I think everyone, regardless of what their passion is or what they see their purpose in life is, like, has that as well. Like, you know, and so I think, like, to, to learn how to attach yourself not to a company, not to a title, not to a job, not to a certain status in life or even some political affiliation or anything, but to, like, who are you really like what were you uh-huh. put here to do i remember uh-huh. like one of my favorite oprah super soul podcast episodes was with uh michael bernard beckwith of agape of the agape institute and he was like she was he was talking about this whole thing of like you know that was really popular back in the day about oh this idea of manifestation and blah 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 and like some people talk about it and you're like that's a load of bunk but some people talk about it and you're like okay I'm getting this and he was saying like you know everyone's kind of in the business of creating their life and Oprah asked something like well when you're really in the shit like when you are at the lowest of the low and you feel like you have no options and you're just struggling, like, is that a time when people can like think about how to design their life or like manifest something better? Like how, basically how do people do that when they're like really having a tough time? And he was like, that's actually a good time to do it, but you do it by asking yourself really like soul affirming questions and because he's like most of the time when we're all in really shitty points in our life we don't ask ourselves affirming questions we ask ourselves like why me what like you know and there's a truth to that there's a reason it's not like you're bad because you're saying why me I mean I'm asking myself that sometimes or have in the past but he was like a way to kind of shift that energy is like what was I put on here to do? What's my purpose? What's my, mm-hmm. what's my gift? What's my thing that I do that, that no one else can do. And he kind of took it into this direction of like, you know, everyone who's living here on earth right now is a divine being that we don't know where that came from. So you were sent here for some reason and you looked at Earth and you were like, I'm going to go to Earth. I've got something to do there. And you weren't put here to be a looky-loo. So, and I don't really have an answer as to, like, what I'm 
thinking about with that or why, but when I'm really having a tough time, when I'm really like really sad, it helps me to think about what am I here to do? Like my life is bigger than just this moment. Mm -hmm. My life is bigger than just even like, we don't know how long this will last. My life is bigger than this time of suffering. Kind of like what dad would say when he was like sick and he was like, my life is not cancer. Like this is just kind of a chapter um, it might be the end. Um, I guess I'm trying to look at it like that of like finding my agency and my power, even though in our society, we don't really measure people's power or agency by the measure of their soul or their purpose or how they give. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. trying. Isn't that, isn't that the truth? I mean, isn't that what this is kind of showing, really, really showing us in some ways is, you know, what do you stand for? I mean, what, how are you going to treat other human beings? I mean, even if I hated the idea of wearing a mask, which, you know, let's face it, it's not fun. They're hot. You know, they're. They fall down. Uh, you got to fix it. Yeah, blah, they blah, fall blah. down. I mean, but I mean, even if I felt all those things I wouldn't be able to not do it Mm -hmm. because I would care too much about somebody else I mean Mm -hmm. that's the part that I guess I don't get and um that I think is also why it I can spiral and have a really hard time because I don't understand how how you can't care how you just can't care. And really what this is showing us is unless we all care, unless we all come together, unless we all support each other and do the right thing on, on a lot of different levels, we're not going to get out of this very easily, or we will get out of it, but it's going to be with a whole bunch of extra suffering that we shouldn't have to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm what I'm trying to remember and take away a little bit from dad is um you know when he was having a bad day or when he would not be feeling well and when I say wouldn't be feeling well he wasn't feeling well physically. Mm-hmm. When he wasn't feeling well physically and that was making his day so hard one of the things he said is I can sit here and and just think, oh, I'm not feeling well. I really feel sick. And, you know, this sucks. And, you know, how many more times am I going to have to do this? And he said, and, and it's not helpful at all. He, and, and he said, and so what helps me is when I'm having a day like that, when I'm having a, a day where I feel physically just really bad, um, and then that can start making me feel mentally bad. Mm-hmm he's like the thing that can always turn it around for me is, is he'd say, well, what can I do for gay today? Mm -hmm. What can I do for the kids today? What can I do for somebody at work today so that they don't worry about me? Or how can I make somebody laugh so that they realize that, you know, life is still good even when I'm sick, you know? And so that's what I've been thinking about a Mm -hmm. little bit is, um, you know, okay, obviously I'm going to have these days where I don't feel good. And so instead of getting on somebody's wall (laughs) and posting some ridiculous comment, like I can't wait till you're not in office anymore, what can I do to help? What can I do to take care of somebody else, support somebody else, Mm -hmm. do something nice for somebody else? Uh, You know, what kind of volunteer situation could I get into? Because I think this, you know, if I don't do something like that, if I don't start practicing that, I am, I'm going to just keep suffering. Mm -hmm. And so I need to start, you know, the thing that's been on my list is I used to drive and deliver meals for open arms and um, I might just have to call them again and say, Hey, do you need drivers still? Because that's the way I could still social distance and not be, around a lot of people but maybe doing a service then that would help that would make me feel better Mm -hmm. yeah and that kind of like 
goes right back to like you know the thing that dad said that he would do as well as what you're trying to think about now right goes right back to like instead of asking disempowering questions of like oh I feel so shitty and why does this happen and why is why is this my life and what I'm like it's you ask empowering questions of how can I serve what am Mm -hmm. I here to do Mm-hmm. What am I here to do? I think that gives you, it doesn't solve the problem. It mm-hmm. doesn't change anything. It changes your energy around mm-hmm. the problem, which in itself gives you a little bit of mental relief from that anguish that keeps going on loop mm-hmm. and on repeat. And I mm-hmm. think like, that's partly one of the reasons like why I wanted to like, why I wanted to start this podcast now was partly because like there's a lot of people right now who are having a hard time and you know we're gonna see a lot of people suffering from I think you know deaths of of anguish and despair not just the virus and even if like I don't know. I just, it sounds stupid, sounds presumptive, but I just wanted to talk about some of these things so that if other people were feeling that way, they wouldn't, they would feel like, oh, okay, I had a really shitty week. These other strangers had a really shitty week, I guess. I guess, (laughs) you know. We're all doing this hard thing together. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. I guess that's like one thing that I've been trying to do and like, you know, I get a lot of petitions and stuff in my emails. I don't know anything that happens with them, but I sign everyone. I'm like, "Here you go. Sign it. Yep, just sign it. Okay, done." <laughs> and there's times when I'm like, "God, fuck. Like, it's getting so many petitions." Like, Ugh. but then I'm like, "Really? It takes like 2 seconds and it's like what it's like an automatic like thing from the universe of like hey here's a problem what are you gonna do are you gonna delete it or are you gonna sign it it's like okay well mm-hmm. i guess i'm not gonna be a shithead and mm-hmm. like not sign it and mm-hmm. um you know it's one of those things where once you start signing up for emails from some of these organizations or you fill you, you do one phone bank or you do one thing you just keep getting invited more and more so when people are running around being like well oh gosh i don't really know what i can do it's like just try anything i'm telling you it's mm-hmm. out there and i'm mm-hmm. not saying that to shame or judge anyone either i'm just saying you know it's actually easier to get involved and to just do something it doesn't have to you don't have to have the biggest answer of what's my purpose in life you know it's like mm-hmm. it's more like just what's something that you're like feel passionate about or the, you know you it comes it also comes naturally to you because I think everyone has a way that they deal that kind of comes naturally to them and you probably have something and you haven't even thought that that's maybe one of your ways that you can serve or give because it's something that you just do for you because it makes you feel better uh-huh. well I I um I've been thinking about seeing if I can volunteer somewhere um and then I also got my I I sent in my application for my mail-in ballot for this fall nice and um then I've also been telling myself I think I've been kind of stingy with my money because I'm worried about economics and finances not as much for me as I am, well, for me too, because I don't know what's coming down the pike and my hours have been cut, but mm-hmm. for, for Henry, mm-hmm. for, for all of you kids, for you. And so I've been kind of holding on to my money too tightly. And I guess there's also part of me that's thinking, okay, you know, I, we're all scared about money, but I probably have some money that I could give. What's a good cause or something that I believe in passionately or really would like to help or maybe a person even, you know, that just needs some extra money. Um, You know, can I earmark X amount of dollars? You know, maybe I take $100 and say, okay, I'm giving 25 here, 25 here. 25 bucks to this organization and 25 bucks to this organization. And I'm going to do that every month. 
And, you know, it's not much, it, it, but it, would it make me feel like I'm helping, like I'm serving? And maybe it would. And so mm-hmm. maybe me being a little bit more tighter with money and having to be more careful would be worth something to me if I felt like I was supporting something that I believed in that I thought could make a difference in other people's lives. And so I think I also need to look at that. And then the only other thing I've been doing this week is anything that's funny Mm -hmm. or educational. I've been watching on TV, listening to the radio, reading a book. It it has to be funny or educational. I just can't. I'm trying to divert myself with anything that makes me feel lighter mm-hmm. and ha- happier, even if it's only for a second. So podcasts and TV shows and Netflix and Hamilton on Disney Plus or just anything right. <laughs> that can make me forget how annoyed and anxious I am for this whole country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think like, and going back to kind of that money and serving thing, like, you know, one, I'll also say there's a, like, like, sometimes I think people who don't have, like, sometimes people get tripped up on like, oh, like, maybe I'm not giving enough. And maybe this is bad. And now I feel kind of guilty. I also think like, right now, a lot of people don't have a lot of money. So if like, you're someone who's like on unemployment right now, and you're getting like $300 a week, and that's your income, and you just gave $25 to GoFundMe to a family that's, you know, impacted by police brutality, you're already giving a larger percentage of your income than like most of the millionaires and billionaires in this company. So or in this country, and I'm not saying it to just be like, or oh, if you, you you get a pass, but to just say, like, don't underestimate like what you're giving, because when you think about it in the in this in the context of what you're making, what you make, what your situation is, don't think that it's like not good enough, you know, like have all this guilt. Like, I I don't know. Right. Right. And like all the people who are out there protesting and taking the stance, maybe you don't have any money to give right now, but if you are out there protesting and making a difference, I mean, that is one thing that gives me so much hope is this younger generation of people and, and basically, well, and all ages of people who are saying this needs to change. Mm -hmm. It gives me such hope, but I feel so hopeful about this young generation and what they know is the right thing to do. And so these people that are out there protesting, I mean, I don't feel like it's safe for me to do that. I mean, I'm almost, (laughs) you know, I'm almost 60 years old. I don't feel comfortable doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I haven't been out protesting, um, but I know all you kids have. And I think all those millions of people out there across the world that are protesting, that's doing something. That's doing something major. And so that shouldn't be discounted if you're just giving your time. Right. That's huge. Exactly. That's absolutely huge because we need this groundswell of people of all ages saying, we are not going to, this is not the country we want to be. Right. And we can do better. And we're going to do what we can to make it be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, for me, like, I think the things that I've, that I've done <laughs> that have made me feel good. Um, well, I'll be honest. I wasn't that good at that this week. I was mostly just working <laughs> and freaking the fuck out most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> how I spent my time I mean I was the one who sent you and Henry and never like that article that was published about like that theme park in Japan where they're like you know opening up for the first time but like they have all these signs that are like please scream inside your heart you don't want people to scream and like spew their particles and and I was like that is the fucking analogy of 2020 right now for sure I've never heard anything better Just- Please scream inside your heart. You know, just keep it there. Just keep it, keep it in there. Oh, oh, that's so and like, funny. that's probably oh going to be the gosh. title of this episode because it's basically, you know, I'm just reminded of like Henry when he was a little boy and like, you know, the, 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 the Packers were down like some ridiculous amount. It was very clear that like no one was going to, like they were not going to win. 
and he was still holding out hope and then that the, they lost and we just heard him going ah, 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 like downstairs in the basement and like that's basically what we're all doing inside our own heart um and so yeah uh, truly <laughs> so uh. i think like um the thing that i did was like i watched coco <clears throat> and um definitely cried like throughout the the whole thing um because that's how broken i am inside no i'm just kidding but like it was really good <laughs> but yes yes really that is good. good i remember i saw that in the theaters and i enjoyed it was that super too. cute and then i was like bugging tony because i was walking around the house at random times being like un poco loco and he's like stop <laughs> just in my head i was like <laughs> i would just like turn around the corner and be like un poco loco um but um, <laughs> yeah I watched that and then like I would sometimes like be watching things on YouTube that were like clips of like stand up and that would make me feel good so I'd watch like Wanda Sykes or like Lily Tomlinson I think is her name and then I watched someone else and I was like ah. <laughs> she was that young girl that I sent you oh that she was, was super funny, funny. there was yeah. one lady yeah, that, that made, I laughed that I was like mm, not so funny okay but next um that's just the beauty of YouTube you can be like nope don't like this don't show me more of this um but yeah so that was that was good and I did that although I did do that rather late in the evening I will say and it reminded me of like we talked about this earlier that like Henry is the one in our family who I always like he must think I'm so weird because he've he always tweets or retweets like the funniest things in my timeline. And I'm all, every time I see a tweet and like, it'll be super funny and I'll like, like it. I'll be like, damn it. That was something that Henry retweeted. He's just thinking like, I'm probably was standing him over here. Like, like, like retweet, retweet. Oh, what did, what did you say? He tweeted, tweeted this thing. It was, was so like, a, it was a lady who is a writer, a researcher. I can't remember. And she works in Japan. She is, you know, Japan Japanese herself. So she was like, "Oh, I just uh, in Japanese, and it, and it's this, and it roughly translates to um, revenge sleeping. And it basically is this this phenomena in which your days are so miserable because <laughs> you're working and otherwise like you know when you're not working freaking the fuck out like I was that like your nights when you're supposed to be sleeping um, you're just like up doing something that you want to do because you're like this is my free time bitches and so <laughs> <laughs> So, what did you say about the the one the other thing that he tweeted? What he's that you said? Um, you when you get on the internet to research? Oh yeah, he said like, uh, so. So yeah, so he tweeted that, and that was hilarious, and it was like so funny because it's exactly how I was feeling. And then the person who shared that was like, "Wow, this blew up." Really glad to know everyone's lives suck right now. And then like um, the other thing he tweeted that was super funny that was like was someone saying, "I got on Twitter to promote my cookie business, and now I'm a communist." <laughs> and I felt that. <laughs> And I, <laughs> I felt that in my soul because I had gotten oh, on Twitter so to, to, to build my author platform of my what I hoped to be my cozy mystery. And now I'm a communist. I mean, I'm just kidding. But like, that's kind of <laughs> how I feel. I'm just like, burn everything down. Give everyone universal basic income. Every kid gets a laptop and Wi-Fi, you know, whatever. Um and free college, free education. college, <laughs> Medicare for all. Like, let's, let's go, let's do this. Um, so, so I think those things were some of the brighter spots of my week. Uh, revenge sleeping by like watching Wanda Sykes at 2am because it's my free time. <laughs> oh, you know, it, you know, the other thing that I thought was really funny, cause I do think he's funny. Um, and you talked about him earlier, Todd Smith, that works at that mm-hmm. garden store. Did you see his Instagram? Oh, post? I don't. What's the most recent one? His most recent one was like it said, "2020 stinks worse than our manure." <laughs> That's hilarious! Oh my god, it's so true. I just was like, oh, "That's hilarious. that is really funny." I mean, just just the fact that he posts these political comments in a funny way yeah on the side dude it's so true that's awesome so yeah it's really just but the then but things. then that's also when i saw all the pe- people hate 
hate commenting on my wall. <laughs> so oh, goodness like, gracious. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man, like, Instagram and Facebook, like, if, I will say that Instagram overall is a more positive place. Um, it, face, Facebook sure. is, like, for sure a dumpster fire. And Well, you know, I haven't had a Facebook account. I got off of that. Yeah. I don't know, five or six years ago. I keep oscillating. I'm not on there. I don't go up. I don't go on there hardly at all because it's just boring to me. But I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't quite fully delete my account because I was like, oh, I live so far away from everyone. I don't know if I can delete it. Right. Well, I deleted mine once dad died and it seemed like whenever I got on there, I either felt sad pissed off or jealous Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I was like okay I yes I enjoy seeing pictures of my family every once in a while but the majority of it makes me feel bad so I cut that tie a long time ago yeah and I have enjoyed Instagram it's just so much easier to to um I just, I just wasn't spending as much time on Instagram. And so it's so much easier to get caught up on Instagram and see stuff quickly. And I like it, but I, yeah, for sure. So I should not, I should not have posted on Ivanka Trump. I mean, at the same point, like really, who cares? I mean, like Gen Z has been spamming Donald Trump's Instagram for like ages, like with like I know, but that's just so not like me. I mean, it's just—it's like I mean, who? I mean, she doesn't care what I think, and yeah, you know, it's—it's like what? What good did I think was going to come out of that? I should be smarter than that. (laughs) It's just so funny that people are literally so stupid and morally bereft that they feel the need to like personally defend Ivanka Trump like Ivanka Trump doesn't give a shit about you like stop you look stupid (laughs) defending her like I'm sorry well you know the thing the thing that was the funniest about doing any of my hate tweeting (laughs) uh, posting was when I did do my hate posting uh when Facebook blocked it when I was initially swearing (laughs) it's and you get that message that says um you know we'd like to keep this positive forum but before that it also says this is similar to 3883 comments <laughs> that's super funny and then it and then it blocked you and so at least i felt like oh okay so there's also 3883 people out there that are hate posting <laughs> right like also just the the audacity of facebook to be like we'd like to keep this a positive place like okay mark zuckerberg like right um, right you know, facebook exactly. is literally like what happened when a bunch of white dudes got together in their 20s and were like let's make an app that will rate the attractiveness on of women on our campus and then it winds up like destroying democracy like right. <laughs> but, I mean... but also i was just so disappointed myself because I, I had just talked about like just ignoring stuff that I don't agree with and 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 then and and then I guess it just shows you the whole human psyche and how it can get you into trouble in an instant is I know that I know all those things and then I did it anyway and then and then I'm part of the problem. I'm not part of the solution. I'm not I mean, doing something positive. I'm doing something that is negative and doesn't help anybody. And, you know, yeah, it made me feel better for like one teensy second. And then you're it. like, and then you're like, okay, now I'm mad because I like spent time on you and you don't even deserve well, no, my but time. Then but then, yeah, I just was like, that was stupid. I mean, I mean, okay, I don't know. Don't, don't do that anymore. Get do something more positive, give some money, volunteer, clean your house, do anything but that because it was not helpful. Okay. This is, this has been a long talk and I don't know if we gave anybody any peace this week. (laughs) Yeah. I might have to edit, edit it and just make it shorter for one for sure. Um, but, uh, that, but this, this is where I was coming from. And so, Hopefully next week I will be more peaceful again and um, we'll have something else to talk about. And um... well, and I think too, sometimes it's like, you know, sometimes you just need to vent. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. cause otherwise it just clangs around in your head. 
And I know that at least like right now we both feel exhausted and like we want to get off the phone and we're a little bit like, oh, fuck, did we really do anything that helped ourselves or anyone else? And I don't know. Well, it always helps me to talk about stuff. So I will at least say that, Mm -hmm. you know, it always helps me to talk and I'm always glad to check in with you. Um, love, love that part about my day whenever that happens. So I'm going to still think of it as a net positive. Um, and, uh, maybe we gave some people something to think about and I think we should get on that app. (laughs) Yeah, I think we should do see like what, what people are out there that are already making and coding stuff. Like I know that there's, um, well, and maybe somebody else, maybe there's already an app out there like that. Yeah. Um, and so maybe that's what I'll, what I'll think about. So, um, love you. Uh, glad to check in with you. Uh, let's all hope we have a better week and, um, something better to offer people for next week. Yeah, I think, I think we will. That's, I think you need that time to be like, wow, I'm just incandescently angry about this. So then you can talk about it and like move on and get into like problem solving mode. And I already kind of feel like I am, I'll edit this podcast. So it's shorter. And I think that'll just make me feel better of being like, you know what I said, my piece, it's not all like, you know, I'm screaming inside my own heart. I'm literally like, (laughs) here's the, Here's the fuck what I think, y'all. Um, and you're welcome. Um, goodness gracious. Okay. Well, okay. I will talk to you later. Okay. Sounds good. Bye, Mom. Love you, hon. Love you, too.